You can't fix a sales problem until you have fixed an offers problem. Whenever I'm creating content, like this season two of Selling Chocolate, I always ask three questions. What problems are my ideal customers facing? What questions are they asking? And what experiences are they having? When I look at conversations that I've had in recent months with quite a lot of you, (laughs) many of you are saying that you need more leads, or you're not making the amount of sales you want, or you don't know how to sell, or you're doing everything but nothing is converting, which meant that it was super tempting for me to create an entire season on how to sell with ease and no sleaze. And trust me, I will in the future. But the reality is, in nearly 100% of the conversations I've had with entrepreneurs like you recently, it's not actually about getting more leads or growing your audience or even about your sales strategy. The problem you're currently facing is not actually a problem with lead generation and sales. It's a problem with your offers. And if you look at your sustainable sales system, my six-part framework for creating consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it, offers is the second step, while sales is the fifth step. Like I said at the beginning, you can't fix a sales problem until you have fixed an offers problem. And before you can even think about selling, you have to know what you're selling and why. So that is exactly what season two of Selling Chocolate is all about, creating easy yes offers. Maybe you're selling offers that you know are super powerful and super transformative, but for some reason people aren't buying. That could be an offer alignment issue or a messaging issue. So you're going to want to pay close attention in episode two and episode four. Maybe you're trying to limit yourself to only one offer, but you're struggling for some reason to actually go out and sell that offer. If that's you, you might be focusing too much on sustainability and scalability too soon, which creates internal problems like feeling stuck and even almost choked like you can't say and do what you want and need to do as well as external problems, like you're now low on cash flow because you're barely making any sales. You're going to want to pay close attention to both this episode and episode five if that's you. Maybe you have found some decent success in your business up until this point, and maybe you have a six or even multi-six-figure business. But you have realized that in order to create sustainable success, Those consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it, you actually need to stop doing the work you are currently doing and start doing the work that you will love doing. If that's you, then pay close attention in episode two and episode five. Now, I could keep going with a lot of examples because like I said, I've been having a lot of these conversations with entrepreneurs who are reaching for their first 3K month all the way up to their first 100K month. Seriously, your offers are something you have to reckon with at every single stage in business. So if you're finding that you're struggling to make sales into your offers, then probably it's best to just listen to this entire season, all five episodes of season two, because every single episode builds on one another and each becomes most powerful and transformative for you and your business when you have listened to it in the context of each of the other episodes. 
Of course, you are asking about sales and lead generation, so I don't want to leave you hanging. Once you have your easy yes offers with the help of this season, naturally you're going to need to know how to generate more leads and how to actually sell people into those offers. That's why I've created a free guide called 10 Plus Strategies to Get More Leads. Inside this in-depth guide, you'll learn how to get more leads through authentic connections and you-aligned action, so you can begin selling your offers with more ease than ever before. I sent out a version of this guide to my list earlier this year, but it has actually been massively revamped and has even more in-depth support to help you start generating leads and making sales right where you are, and for some of the strategies, even with the audience you already have today. You can download this free guide by going to www.sellingchocolatepod.com. That's selling, S-E-L-L-I-N-G, chocolate, like your favorite treat, pod, P-O-D.com. Now, let's dive into our first episode. I'm going to share with you what you need to focus on for your first 10K month versus what you need to focus on for consistent five-figure months. And I'm going to give you just a little hint here. (laughs) It all starts with your offers. See you on the other side. Welcome to Selling Chocolate, the podcast where I am sharing the tactical steps, mindset shifts, and strategies that will help big-hearted entrepreneurs like you expand your visibility, impact, and income, and create consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Around here, we call that sustainable success. I'm your host, Carly Jo Bell, cat lady, business coach, product and service-based business owner, and the founder of Whole Co. Media. By tuning into this episode today, you are showing your brain that not only is it possible for you to create genuinely sustainable success in your business, it's also a reality that is available to you right now. And now all you need to do is listen and then choose to take the aligned next step toward your version of sustainable success. So let's dive in. My first 10K month happened when I was energetically ready for my first 10K month. Consistent five-figure months, on the other hand, that took quite a bit more strategic planning. And what gets you here to your first 10K month isn't usually what will take you there to consistent five-figure months. And that's why in this episode, I want to talk about what to focus on to create your first 10K month versus what to focus on to create consistent five-figure months. In fact, throughout this entire second season of Selling Chocolate, I'm going to share the nuances of strategy for both levels of business, because in my experience, this conversation is not one that enough people are having, that what gets you to your first 10K month is not necessarily what will take you to consistent five-figure months. A word of warning before we get started. If you've yet to create your first 10K month, which is what we call level one around here and inside the expand programs, then you're probably going to have the urge to skip ahead to level two. You're going to hear me talking to those level two people who are now aiming for consistent five-figure months, and you're probably going to want to do those things more than you're going to want to do what you need to do. 
If you don't believe me, I challenge you to listen to the rest of this episode and try to not find yourself fighting the urge to streamline and simplify rather than make a mess. I can speak from personal experience here and say that skipping ahead is going to be very tempting, but the truth is you simply can't skip ahead. And if you try to, you're only going to slow yourself down on your journey to creating sustainable success. Just like everything in life, the only choice you have in any moment is to put one foot in front of another, because every single step influences every single next step, and every single one of these steps and next steps is what creates your reality. I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode, but for right now, consider yourself warned. No matter how tempting it is, allow yourself to be where you currently are. I'm going to say that again. Allow yourself to be where you currently are. One more time. Allow yourself to be where you currently are because it's that commitment to remaining present that will help you get to where you ultimately want to go with even more ease and enjoyment. Now, my first 10K month inside Holco happened because of a pay in full $3,500 one-on-one client a handful of people who signed up for a secret offer that ranged in price from about $450 to about $1,500, and about 10 people who signed up for a $300 course. The month prior, I had essentially decided, I am so ready for this. I'm so fucking tired of these small months, and I'm ready for a 10K month. And from that feeling of readiness, I actually happened into the exact ingredients that would end up creating that 10K month for me. Literally, the idea for the $300 course came in a random conversation with an entrepreneurial friend, and then I speedy launched it with great success. The idea for the secret offer came while I was literally driving to my parents' house, singing at the top of my lungs, getting ready to visit for the weekend, and I just happened to get this idea and then sent out an email to a few select leads the following Monday inviting them into it. I remember that moment of realizing that I had crossed the 10k mark so clearly. I was walking out of my house to go grab a smoothie at this local smoothie bar, and then I realized, wait a second. Another payment just came in. I got the little Stripe notification. I think that payment might have just tipped me over 10K. So I grabbed my phone, opened up Stripe, and sure enough, for the first time ever, there was now five numbers staring back at me as my total monthly revenue rather than only four. I'm like getting excited as I'm recalling this moment. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was such a cool moment. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I was ecstatic. But then I also went about my day like everything was normal because the truth was, after that initial moment of pride and excitement, I didn't feel much different. If you've already had a 10K month, you know what I'm talking about. And now, not only did I feel much different, I actually felt like I had a bigger burden to carry because suddenly all these thoughts came into my head of, you know, what if I can't make that happen again? Or what if I've exhausted my entire audience and sold to all of my leads? What if I can't keep this up? Over the next few months, my income fluctuated. The next two months were lower, then I had a 17k cash month, then back to a 5k cash month, then finally five months after that first 10k month, I had finally started to create consistent five-figure months 
which I've experienced every single month since then. So what happened in those five months of fluctuation? Where sometimes I would have a five-figure month and sometimes I wouldn't. And how did I use those five months to set me up for the consistent five-figure months I have experienced ever since then? That, my friend, is a big part of what we are here to talk about today and throughout this entire second season. I think I've now said this like three times, but what gets you to your first 10K month isn't usually what will get you to consistent five-figure months. What got me to my first 10K month was three different offers, two of which had been conceived via pure inspiration and acted on extremely quickly. One of those offers I have never sold again, and I never will, and the other laid the foundations for what is now my Expand Level 1 group coaching program. Whereas what ultimately brought me to the consistent five-figure months that I am currently experiencing was really doing a lot more strategic thinking, thinking about layering offers, setting sustainable price points, and other longer-term strategies, not just thinking about my goal this month, but rather how am I setting up my business right now to continually keep me at or above that 10K month mark? It took a massive shift in my mindset to essentially go from the instant gratification of, I made 10K this month, (laughs) to the delayed gratification of, all right, you know, even though I might not be making five figures this month, I am setting my business up so that I will be able to consistently bring that level of income in every single month. It's a huge energy shift. Even when I was reaching for my first 100K month this past January, and I ultimately landed at about 80K, that energetic push to achieve that kind of quantum leap feeling goal isn't something that is sustainable, that you can do every single month. You can tap into that high energy to create a milestone month, but to create consistency, that takes a slow and steady strategy. It takes a ton of clarity and commitment to your ultimate vision. And it takes a lot of trust that what you're doing today will pay off eventually if not tomorrow, if not the next month, even a few months down the line. This mindset shift from short-term thinking to long-term thinking is super important because it holds the keys to explaining what will take you to your first 10K month versus what will take you to consistent five-figure months. So I'm going to put a little bookmark in that and come back to that key difference between level one and level two at the end of this episode. This, though, is where our season two conversation on easy yes offers really plays an important role. The offers that tend to get you to your first 10K month aren't often the offers that bring you to consistent five-figure months. Or if they are the same offer on the outside, after your first 10K month, you're likely going to have to make quite a few shifts to those offers on the inside. Now, here's the best part of all of this. Regardless of if you're at level one or level two, you're probably facing the exact same problems, asking a lot of the same questions, and having a lot of the same experiences, which is great news for everyone because that means, to all my level one friends here, you are preparing yourself for level two, and all my level two friends here, you are prepared 
for this moment. There's going to be some slight differences at level two. Some of the questions, some of the problems, all of that are going to be a little bit more nuanced. And the answers or your next steps might actually be just a little bit different. But you're facing some of the same things, which says that you are ready to face them and ready to up-level in whatever way you desire to up-level. But the key difference is there are some mindset shifts that have to happen and your focus is different at both levels. That's what we're here to talk about today. Because I'm a big fan of taking one step at a time, putting one foot in front of the other, we have to start this conversation at level one, talking with the people who are ready to create their first 10K month. Level one friends, I'm going to just, again, give you a little warning here. This might be where you start to think about skipping ahead to level two, but please, even though it might feel a little counterintuitive and potentially even a little bit or a lot of it challenging, your biggest job right now in level one is to make a mess. I know. (laughs) You didn't want me to say those words, but that is your biggest job. I can't tell you how many times a level one client will say, I want to create sustainable success. I just want this to be easy. And I'm like, awesome. I'm so happy that you want that. Go make a mess. (laughs) What do I mean by make a mess? I mean, in some ways, throw long-term sustainability, long-term scalability out the window just for a moment. I promise we're going to come back to it, but throw it out the window for now and focus on trying things. Create an offer, sell it. Create another offer, sell it. Edit the first offer, sell it again. Realize you don't like delivering that second offer, throw it away. Of course, you know, that's not saying create a new offer today, try selling it tomorrow, and then if you don't get any bites immediately, just throw it away. (laughs) I'm saying create an offer, talk about it daily for at least two to three weeks, intentionally sell it every single day. Yes, add that call to action in every single post, every email, every video. Create an offer and truly sell it. Then you can choose to create another offer or to edit that offer and sell it again, or any of the vast myriad of choices that you can make once you know whether or not an offer is going to sell and if you are actually going to enjoy delivering it. I know that you want things to be easy because I've heard so many level one clients say this to me. I just want things to be easy. I know you want things to be simple. I know you want sustainability. That's why you're here. You're listening to me or you're working with me or whatever that is. I want all of those things for you too. But what's going to help you the most in creating that ease, that simplicity, that sustainability, and in creating both that first 10K month and consistent five-figure months is trying a bunch of things, particularly with your offers right now. Now there is a difference in trying a bunch of things strategically and trying a bunch of things because someone somewhere said you should be doing X, Y, Z, and now you have a gazillion when one things on your to-do list and you're not actually focusing on selling. There's a huge difference there. We're going to talk about that more in a minute. (laughs) For now, what you really need to grasp and understand, though, is that too much focus on sustainability and scalability too soon causes a lot of problems. 
And even though you think you're making it easy on yourself by trying to build a scalable offer right now, or you think you're making things sustainable by maybe choosing to sell only one offer, you are actually making true sustainable success over the long term so much harder. (laughs) If you're at level one and you're making those decisions right now, you are making your present life and your future life a whole lot harder. Why? Simply because you aren't going to know what is sustainable for you in your offers and in your business until you actually start selling and delivering offers. There are simply things you will not know until you do them. You won't know that you actually loathe providing Voxer support until you try offering Voxer support. You won't know that you would rather work with clients on their mindset than on their practical strategy until you actually start developing their practical strategy. You won't know exactly what problems, questions, and experiences your ideal customer is facing and how you can use your zone of genius to help them reach their desired transformation until you've actually worked with quite a few of your ideal customers. And you won't be able to create a scalable group offer, a foundational framework, or even perceived expertise from your marketing until you've already experienced all of the above and more. You have to make a mess, particularly with your offers, at level one. You have to try a bunch of things to figure out what the work is that you actually love doing and how you will love doing that work. Now, of course, even though we're tossing the vast majority of long-term sustainability and scalability out the window at level one, there are some foundations of sustainability that you do want to start thinking about right now, mostly because they affect your current reality in a very big way. (laughs) Those are number one, your price points, and number two, your schedule. Now let's start with pricing because it's really quite simple. You have to be charging price points that are sustainable. (laughs) Like I said, simple. Does that mean that you have to create and sell a five-figure offer right now? No, absolutely not. Though, you know, if that feels aligned for you, sure, go for it. On the other hand, it can be so tempting, especially for level one people, to price your offers at a really low price. When you feel like you're struggling to make sales, it kind of makes logical sense, right? You think, oh, well, people aren't buying, maybe it's too expensive, I'm going to lower the price, right? The logic is that more people will buy when something is cheaper. But the reality is, if you want something to sell with ease, then the price point needs to be both sustainable for you and indicative of value for your customer. For example, if you're selling done-for-you sales page copy, let's just say that, right? If you're selling done-for-you sales page copy, which theoretically is going to become the foundation for your ideal customer's biggest launch ever, then a, I don't know, say $300 price point doesn't make much logical sense. Because your truly ideal customer knows the value of having that sales page copy, and they want to hire a true expert to make sure that that copy actually sells. Sure, I'm going to be honest with you, a $300 price point for sales page copy definitely will attract some customers. But the question is, is that person your truly ideal customer? Because let's look at the facts here. That person likely will not have the foundations required to actually make 
that sales page copy successful. They're not going to have the offer solidified, and they might not even still be selling that offer by the time the, the copy is actually done. They won't have their messaging figured out, and they won't know how to actually speak to their ideal customer, so they're going to leave you to your own devices and try to figure that out, which is not your job. They aren't going to know how to market and sell this offer. So the sales page you just worked so hard on will rarely even be seen by their audience. They might pay you the $300, sure, but they aren't going to get the full transformation that your work provides simply because they are not your truly ideal customer. They're also probably going to haggle the heck out of you, (laughs) ask for a gazillion revisions, and not trust your expertise, which I can again speak from experience here. This is never fun. A low price point, and low in kind of quotes there, right, because it's relative to your sustainability and the perceived value of your offer for your customer, a low price point might attract some customers, but it isn't going to attract your truly ideal customer. And that's where you might need to do some inner work around allowing yourself to work with the people you truly want to work with, but that's a conversation for another day. Your price points in order to attract your aligned ideal customer, have to accurately convey the value of the transformation your people are getting from this offer. Simultaneously, you need to be pricing things in a way that is sustainable for you. A client of mine started an agency right out of the gates when they very first started their business. And a big part of what we did to ensure some foundational sustainability was to factor in the rates that they were going to have to pay their contractors and how much they needed to be able to pay themselves so they could at least have a baseline of how much they actually just logically needed to price their offers at in order to be successful. I can't tell you how many entrepreneurs don't even think to do that. They don't even think to ask, what are my expenses? And they don't even think to factor those expenses into their price points to make them sustainable. Your expenses include everything from that $29 a month subscription to ConvertKit all the way up to that $1,000 a month group coaching program that you're in. And you want to take whatever those expenses are and factor them into the work that you're doing so that way you actually have the money to pay for the things that are going to help you expand your sustainable success. Of course, I give a full breakdown of how to price your services inside of Expand Level 1, so I am going to stop there for today. But in sum, your price points, even at Level 1, need to be both sustainable for you and indicative of the value of the transformation for your truly ideal customer. Which means if you're having some mindset blocks around selling that sales page copy for, I don't know, let's say $3,000, then instead of lowering your prices down to something completely unsustainable for you and completely not indicative of the true value of your work, you have different options, right? You could do something like a beta where you only sell a couple of spots in that offer at a lower price point just to kind of dip your feet in the water, get used to making money. Or what if you tried selling a lower priced offer instead? What if you sold a sales page audit? Or what if you sold a $47 template or a $200 workshop? 
there are always other options to not charging sustainable price points for your offers. You just have to be open to finding them. At the same time, a little caveat here. You know how I love my caveats. (laughs) Sometimes you're not going to know what's sustainable until you try it right? You know, at level one, your job is to make a mess. I'm going to keep saying this, (laughs) which means that it's totally okay to charge one client one thing and then the next client something completely different because you are learning. Just because you said the price point is one thing doesn't mean that it has to stay that thing for each of the new clients that come in. You are learning. You get to make a mess. Here you go. All right. The other piece of sustainability that level one people do want to be focusing on is how you're spending your time. One of the very first trainings inside the Expand Level One training library is all about creating your sustainable schedule because how you spend your time is hugely important to how successful you will be in your business and how quickly you will be successful. When I was pre-10K month in my business, I can't tell you how many hours each day I spent just sitting in front of my computer, doing all this random fancy busy work that didn't actually need to be done, at least not back then. I believed that I had to work eight hours a day in order to be successful, and let's be honest, I often worked more than that, (laughs) and I also did that because, let's be real, part of me thought that I had to work really hard in order to be worthy of success. So what that practically meant is that I would finish client work, and then I would start thinking about all the other things that someone somewhere said that I should be doing, and then I would try to get started on every single one of them. The only problem is when you try to do everything, you really end up doing nothing. Like for example, you know, I would redo my website copy three months after already having redone it three other times because now once again, it felt outdated. Or I would try to find podcasts to be on to increase my visibility, my perceived expertise, and grow my audience. But because I wasn't solid on what I was actually going to be selling over the long term, some, if not all of those podcast episodes, had old and useless information in them by the time they were released because I had moved on. I would try to be active on LinkedIn, on Instagram, I'd be on stories, on Facebook, because I wanted to be everywhere in order to get more clients. But that ultimately meant that I really wasn't anywhere. You might be trying to build a scalable group program or create referral partnerships or spend hours on Instagram engaging with hashtags or find speaking gigs or try to be on all the marketing platforms, post in all the Facebook groups, whatever it is for you. And you're in such a hurry to get everything done that you think you might ever need in order to be successful in business that now you're not actually getting any of it done, at least not well or in a way that's going to last. And that means you're probably so busy doing all the things that you're not focusing on what you really need to do in order to make money. And the things that you really need to do in order to make money, particularly at level one, essentially boils down to one, know your ideal customer. I bet you already do. So check that one off your list. (laughs) Number two, create an offer. You probably already have one. You might need to edit it a little bit. That's what this whole season is about. That's okay. But halfway, check that one off your list. Create an offer. Number three, get your messaging for said offer to 70% done. Just kind of get clear on the basic things you need to say and then allow yourself to make a mess, start saying them, and edit and iterate as you go. There is one messaging episode here in this season, so you are going to want to listen to that. 
And four, and this is where most level one people have the checkbox completely empty. They've maybe even erased it completely off of their little to-do list. (laughs) Your fourth thing you really need to do in order to make money is to sell. You need to sell and then sell some more and then sell some more and sell all the time. And in order to be successful selling, you do not need to be everywhere. You need to choose one platform, one strategy, and stick with it. If you choose to make that speaking gigs, okay, great. Make that your main way of generating leads. Just make sure you're actually selling in those speaking gigs and selling in your follow-up to those speaking gigs. If that's Instagram, awesome. Make that your way of generating leads. Again, just make sure that you are selling in every single thing you're doing on Instagram right now and follow up with the people who are engaging with your stuff and sell to them. (laughs) If that's posting and maybe a few curated Facebook groups, okay, great. Just make sure you are actually selling in those curated Facebook groups and that you are finding a way to follow up with your aligned people in those Facebook groups. And a little hint here, the easiest place to sell 99% of the time is to the audience you already have. So if you have an audience, any audience, even if you think your audience is too small to convert from, or you've already sold to all the people who could possibly ever buy from you, focus your attention on selling there trying to do everything, like establish thought leadership, grow your audience, create a bunch of new offers that you never actually give the runway to sell, engage with referrals, create content. Doing everything is simply a way for you to distract yourself from what you really need to do, which is to create an offer and stick with it long enough to sell it. (laughs) Now you see why I was tempted to make a whole season about sales. (laughs) Or, as I said in season one, your main priorities are to attract and deliver. Attract new people into your offers and deliver an amazing customer experience. Then, particularly when you're pre-10K month, learn from the delivery of your offer and iterate from there. Your job at level one is to make a mess. Yes, your job is to make a mess. It's to try new things, absolutely. But your job is not to try everything. (laughs) It's to know your ideal customer, create an offer, sell said offer, edit, iterate, expand, and adapt as needed, then keep selling until you reach that 10K month. I want you to pause and really think about for yourself, you know, what do you actually need to do in order to make a sale this week? Yes, this week, you actually could make a sale this week if you wanted to. So ask yourself, and if you need to pause the episode, go for it, right? While you're paused, go leave me a rating and review, please. (laughs) Um, But pause and really ask yourself, what do you actually need to do to make a sale this week? And then go and do that. And I'm going to guess that being a guest on a podcast right now isn't the answer. Unless somehow it's wildly aligned podcasting opportunity and you get to sell, sell, sell the whole way through it and you get to follow up. 
you probably don't, right? <laughs> you probably don't get that in that podcast guesting opportunity. So is that your biggest priority right now? No. When I ask myself, you know, what do I really need to do to create a 10K month? I ended up dropping all of the other marketing platforms that I was trying to be on. I stopped posting in other Facebook groups. I stopped reaching out to people to be on their podcast. And I went all in on my Facebook group every single day for three weeks. And I focused on selling those three offers that I spoke of earlier. It gets to be simple. And it probably gets to be way simpler than what you're currently trying to do in your business to reach that milestone of your first 10K month. And by taking this path of getting rid of all of the extra things that you could be doing and focusing on the offer or offers you're selling and actually intentionally selling them, you're setting yourself up for even more ease and creating consistent five-figure months later on down the line. I promise you, future you will certainly thank you for making a bit of a mess and for trying a bunch of different things for editing, iterating, adopting your offers, etc., and for holding off on all of the shiny objects that are currently distractions that will remain distractions until you are at a place where you have a level of sustainable income underneath you every single month. And you therefore now have the bandwidth to do some of those things that have been on your wish list for what feels like forever. Let's switch gears a little bit now and let's talk to our level two listeners. The funny thing about level two is that once you create that first 10K month, you pretty much feel like you're back at square one. <laughs> like I said before, it doesn't really feel like much has changed. You're still asking many of the same questions, facing many of the same problems, and having many of the same experiences. The difference, though, is that now you have experience under your feet. You have learned that you can, in fact, make money. That's huge. <laughs> You've learned that you do, in fact, have a valuable skill set that people will pay you for. You now know that you know, in fact, how to sell and deliver a transformative offer. And in a way, this kind of changes everything. At the same time, though, you still have to go back to your foundations. And by the way, just a quick little note here for my level one friends. If you are still listening, you need to recommit to not trying to skip ahead <laughs> and instead to being exactly where you are, doing exactly what you need to do, which is to make a mess. All right. If you can't do that, it's okay to skip to the next episode because the last thing someone in level one needs right now is more distractions. All right, back to my level two friends. So I want to ask some questions that will help you revisit the foundations of your sustainable sales system so you can begin setting yourself up for those consistent five-figure months and true sustainability where you are doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. If you want to pull out a piece of paper and a pen, I mean, go for it. The notes app on your phone, again, go for it. If you're listening while driving or something like that, probably don't write things down. <laughs> But listen to these questions. You can pause after I ask the question. You can think about it for yourself because what you really need to do here at level two is learn to listen to your own voice. Whoa, mind blowing. <laughs> and we're going to talk more about that in, in our next episode. But 
here are some questions that are going to kind of take you through each of the foundations of your sustainable sales system and help you figure out what you need to be focusing on right now and what your priorities are. So first one, is the person you have been selling to your truly ideal customer? Or are there maybe some necessary shifts you need to make in both your understanding of your ideal customer and things like your offers and your messaging so that the people you bring into your world are actually ready for the full transformation your offers provide? Again, I want you to pause for a second and really think about this. Is the person you have been selling to your truly ideal customer? Next, Are the offers you're selling actually the offers you want to sell? Woo, that's a big one. Are the offers you're selling actually the offers you want to sell? Or do you need to edit a few pieces to maybe make them more sustainable for you and maybe also more streamlined and therefore valuable for your customer? Or do you maybe even want to completely switch gears and instead of selling maybe the done-for-you work that you've been doing, do you want to switch into something like courses or done-with-you? And also, are you pricing your offers in a way that they can support you in creating consistent five-figure months? I just asked you a lot. So again, pause if you need to and really think about that. Is the messaging you've been using attracting the right version of your ideal customer? Or are you still attracting people who aren't yet ready to do the work or who aren't yet ready for the full transformation of your offer or who are looking for you to save them or who want the quote unquote old stuff you used to do and aren't open to your current methods or who are constantly haggling with you on price points? You all know how that kind of feels. So is the messaging you've been using attracting the right version of your ideal customer? Or do you need to make some changes? Are you marketing on the channels you actually want to be marketing on? And are you converting from those channels? Have you simplified your marketing channels as much as humanly possible so that you can really focus on going deep rather than wide? And finally, how can you make your sales process even more sustainable? Do you need to put an application in place? Do you need to cap the number of one-on-one clients that you take on at one time? Do you need to take that course that you have previously launched and begin preparing it to actually be pre-recorded rather than live? Do you need to start strategically building bridges between your offers so you can keep your favorite customers around rather than constantly having to find new ones. By the way, I talk about how to do that in episode five of this season. So this is also where it's sometimes worth it to begin building your brand foundations. What's your mission, your core values, your brand personality, your unique value proposition? Putting words to each of those things and then beginning to build marketing foundations that actually speak to those foundations like redoing your website, your copy, getting brand new brand photos taken, all of which will now accurately convey who you are and what you do, since now you are clearer on who you are and what you do because you made a mess in level one. While all of the above is important, again, we really have to look at your offers at level two, though, to see whether or not you're setting yourself up for sustainable success. 
aka consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Because if your offers aren't set up for sustainable success, then you simply won't be able to create that sustainable success. Everything except your brand foundations, like your ideal customer, builds on top of your offers. Everything builds on top of your offers. And like I said in the introduction to this episode, you can't fix a sales problem until you have fixed an offers problem. One of the most common obstacles you will face on your journey to building offers that support your sustainable success is your pricing. You could create a 10K month by selling four $2,500 offers. Awesome, right? But then what are you going to do next month? (laughs) Do you have to sell all four of those spots yet again in order to create another 10K month? Ideally, the answer is no. You want to be able to have at least one offer that can create recurring income for you because it's when that recurring income starts building on top of one another and compounding that consistency in your income actually becomes possible. If you're a coach, maybe that means offering payment plans. I love payment plans, by the way, (laughs) because they really do provide a very firm foundation of recurring income for me. If you're a service provider, maybe that means offering some sort of recurring support, some sort of package where people get to meet with you monthly or something along those lines. Maybe for either a coach or a service provider, it's about creating a course or a group program or some sort of maintenance support that, again, creates recurring income. Of course, those are just a few ideas, but whatever you do, you have to start building offers with recurring income in mind. Otherwise, you're going to get to the beginning of each month and be overcome by immense anxiety because you're starting every single month back at square one at $0 in revenue yet again. I know from experience that this is an exhausting place to be in. It's essentially living paycheck to paycheck. And since a lot of sustainability really comes down to the question of how do you feel, this mode of not creating recurring income is not sustainable. Said another way, recurring income is one of the primary keys to sustainable success. Now, there are two more pieces that are super important to consider and to begin building and creating if you are in level two, and that is offer alignment and an offer suite. Now, I have a lot to say about both of those things, so we're going to have to like put a little pin in that, come back to that, because we're talking about offer alignment in episode two and your offer suite in episode five. To give you a quick preview here, in addition to recurring income, you want to begin to create an offer suite, which essentially means that you have at least two offers where one of your offers is organically feeding people into the next one. Again, I'm going to go more into this in episode five, but it's something that you definitely want to start thinking about right now if you are someone who has already had your first 10K month and you're now at level two. And finally, the most important factor in your ability to create truly sustainable success at level two is something that I call offer alignment. In fact, it is so important that, again, I've dedicated an entire episode to it, episode two. So you're definitely going to want to catch that. Because you want to begin creating offer alignment right now. And when you do that, that's what's going to really help you start creating those consistent five-figure months doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. Just to kind of wrap up here, as I was saying at the beginning of the episode, there is a huge mindset shift between creating a 10K month and creating consistent five-figure months. 
Or really, it's a mindset shift from what it takes to create any new level of income versus what it takes to create consistency with that new level of income. I'm literally going through the same thing right now, just at a little bit of a different level, where I'm trying for a 100K sales month yet again, but I also know that what it's going to take to create consistent 100K months is nowhere near the same as what it'll take to create that first 100K month. But because I'm committed to going one step at a time, because again, that's literally all you can ever do, (laughs) I'm focusing on that first 100K sales month before I even try to think about a 100K cash month, before I even try to think about consistent 100K months. Just the same as I'm asking all of my level one friends who are listening to this to focus on the first 10K month before you even try to create consistent five-figure months. There is such a different energy between the really trying to reach a new income goal versus trying to create consistency in your income. And that trying to create a new income goal really requires both an energetic kind of readiness, like you just know, yes, I'm so ready for this, as well as a little bit of a a push. It requires kind of an energetic, like, I'm going to do this. I'm so ready for this. I know it's going to happen. And so it requires you to be all in. And because you're really reaching for something that you've never reached before, it really means that you need to every single day kind of wake up and say, you know, I'm committed to this. It's going to happen. I'm so excited about that. Get into the feelings, right, of like what that's going to look like. And then every day ask yourself, what do I need to do to make that happen? To create that first kind of, you know, if it's that 10K month or maybe you're trying to get your first 50K month, 100K month, etc. It really requires that you are ready for it energetically, but also committed to doing whatever you need to do to achieve that goal. And that looks and feels a little bit different to what's required when you are trying to create consistency in your income. Reaching for a new goal is kind of like, you know, you're sprinting. You're kind of like doing that, you know, 100 meter race. Is that what it is in track? I can't even remember. (laughs) But it's you're sprinting toward a finish line because you have this month, these 30-ish days, right, to create this goal. Whereas when you're aiming for consistency, it's a little bit more like slow and steady. It's more thinking about the long term. It's kind of the same as the story of the turtle and the hare, right? Where the bunny rabbit, the hare, (laughs) where they're like, I'm going to get there and they're sprinting versus the turtle who's like, yeah, I'm going to get there. I know I'm going to get there. So I'm going to keep putting one foot in front of the other. And what that really looks like practically is when you are aiming for the consistency in your income, you really have to be more committed to the long-term success than the short-term kind of instant gratification. The instant gratification comes from, woo, 10K this month, that's awesome. But it's such a different mindset to say, okay, even if I don't make 10K this month, it's okay because I'm building processes and offers and systems in place that will allow me to create that consistency. This is what I meant earlier when I was talking about how you're pretty much doing the exact same thing at level two as you are at level one, but you have a different focus and you really have to kind of step into a new mindset. So 
if you hit that first 10K month and you're like, yes, I did it. That's so awesome. I'm seriously like, please tell me that you did, right? Because that's awesome. I want to celebrate you. But also now you really have an opportunity to slow down, to maybe even take a step back in your business for a moment, look at things and allow yourself to think more long-term. The foundations at level one and at level two are the same. You are going around the exact same sustainable sales system, six-part framework that I bring my clients through, but the mindset is different. And what is going to help you create your first 10K month is different than what's going to help you create consistent five-figure months. So join me for the rest of this season where I'm going to continue kind of breaking up and nuancing this conversation here and helping both people who are at, you know, aiming for that first 10K month and people who are trying to create that consistent five-figure month really build some foundations into their business, particularly around their offers, so that you can begin creating even more sustainable success. Hey friend, thanks for listening to this episode of Selling Chocolate. I'm gonna guess you are here because you wanna create sustainable success in your business. You know, consistent five-figure months, doing work you love doing in the way you love doing it. And though these podcast episodes are killer, if I do say so myself, (laughs) you're ready to go even deeper than a 30-minute episode allows. And that's why I've created the Expand Accelerator, the business coaching program where you will expand your visibility, impact, and income while creating your version of sustainable success. We do this through offering three different tiers based on where your next revenue goal is, with tiers focusing on your first 10K month, consistent five-figure months, and 50K and beyond months. At every tier, you are supported to develop your sustainable sales system, the six-part framework that ensures your offers, messaging, marketing, and sales strategy are all effortlessly working in cohesion with one another at all times. Pair that with a deep commitment to doing the inner work every single step of the way, and your expansion into your next level quite literally becomes inevitable. Within this container, past clients have gotten five new four-figure clients with literally zero audience of their own, learned how to market and sell with ease and no sleeves, started selling their first five-figure packages with so much confidence, pivoted their offers into work they actually love doing, and many have had their first 10K and beyond month. Most importantly though, they are all expanding from the inside out and learning how to step into the most authentic and powerful version of themselves in every facet of their lives and businesses. And that is what lays the foundations for any of their external expansion. If you're looking for a coaching container that is built to help you get out of the hustle and design a business that feels spacious, sustainable, and yes, expansive, and you're ready to step into your next level, apply for the tier that aligns with your goals at expandaccelerator.com.